You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kipolevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Uh, the United States, which is a fairly religious country by by many measures, um, does connect sports with religion uh, often, meaning uh, many people do. And um, so, so here are some of the interesting stats. This was a, a re- some research done by the Public Religion Research Institute. Um, uh, statistics came out in January of 2014, so I assume the research was probably done in 2013. Be that as it may, um, so here are some of the statistics that I found interesting, maybe you will too, uh, that uh, 26% of those interviewed, mind you, this is not just religious people, this is a cross-section of Americans, of, of, uh, of fans, people identify as, as, as sports fans. Um, so 26% of th- these people, of, of American sports fans, say they pray to God to help their team, right? And then um, it, it uh, you know, it speaks about the details um, that some groups more than others, that football, pan, football fans are more likely um, to do so than others. Um, and and so one of the things that the, the uh, research points out is these are people who are willing to say that they do. In other words, there's an assumption that some might be embarrassed to admit that they, um, that they're praying, that they pray to God for their, to help their team. So I found that interesting, and the, the question is raised, has been raised, uh, again, more in the American media, but you'll be surprised that I, I found something in no less uh, Jewish a source than the Yeshiva world. But we'll get back to that in a minute. Let me just, uh, before I um, speak more about the topic, just segue quickly back into the Olympics. The Olympics uh, here in Israel are a point of interest because there are uh, there's a, quite a large team for uh, Israel's uh, normal participation. I mean, obviously, uh, it tends to grow as, as the years go on. Um, and we've already won a bronze medal, which was cited by the prime minister, who we all know is a religious Jew, um, as a source of pride for the country. Now, he didn't bring any sort of religious uh, aspect to it. Um, we'll see whether that may be possible. Obviously, he was speaking not necessarily as a religious Jew, but more as the Prime Minister of Israel um, as a whole. Um, in any case, the question is raised um, here, elsewhere uh, and in many places, whether it's appropriate to pray for um, sports teams or, or individual athletes uh, competing with a team or individually. Is that uh, permitted as far as we're concerned in terms of halakha? And is it, uh, is it appropriate to do so? So... Um, there's an interesting... So, so first of all, let, let me clarify that in terms of halakha, um, I didn't see any angle why it would be forbidden. 
Um, now, not everything that is permissible is appropriate, right? Uh, another famous at Ramban is the notion that a person can follow the Torah and lack holiness, uh, what's called the Naval Bereshita Torah. Um, that's an extreme example. The Ramban speaks about a, a gluttonous person who nevertheless follows halacha. Um, but there is a somewhat in-between level, someone who acts like a fool in, in his religious behavior um, and uh, and nevertheless follows halacha, perhaps meticulously. And, uh, you know, we've all seen, uh, probably we've all seen examples of that in our own lives. But, the, so, so putting that out of the way, I think the more interesting and the more appropriate question is whether it's appropriate, whether it's the right thing. Does God appreciate it? Um, does God answer such prayers? Um, there was a very interesting article written in the National Review. Um, uh, again, a couple of years back, this goes back to 2018, right after the Philadelphia Eagles won the Super Bowl. Um, and uh, apparently there was uh, some media coverage of the uh, the prayer session, the Christian prayer session of the uh, Eagles that they had for 20 minutes after after winning the uh, the game and the, and the, and the Super Bowl. Um, apparently this was not a novelty. That I don't know if it's still the case. I unfortunately or unfortunately am not. I'm neither a, a uh, Eagles fan nor a football fan more generally, but um, I used to be in my time, but that's uh, another podcast episode. In, in the meantime, um, I don't know what's going on with the Eagles right now, but uh, certainly two, I guess three years ago, we're speaking about when they won the Super Bowl, um, the team was known for being particularly Christian, particularly religious. And uh, and so that this got some media attention, and among the people that spoke about it was someone by the name of David French. Now that name may be familiar to some of you, um, besides being a writer for the National Review and the editor of the Dispatch and uh, having other uh, accolades. Uh, one of the things that he perhaps is the most famous for is that he considered running for the Republican nomination, or actually um, as an independent, uh, pr primarily as, an, as a uh, conservative alternative to Donald Trump. That was uh, what he considered at the time, was encouraged by some important people, and ultimately decided not to do so. But uh, so, so someone who is a, an important voice, evangelical Christian, but a serious, I shouldn't say but, and... Uh, a serious writer, um, and he wrote a very nice piece, uh, you can look it up, uh, February 6, 2018, uh, the name of the article is Yes, God Cares About Football, uh, in which David French uh, deals with some of the issues involved, um, which I think are relevant to, uh, for the most part, to uh, Jewish, traditional Jewish uh, approach to tefillah, to prayer, as well. Um, but let me cut, I'll, I'm going to get back to David French, but let me cut 
back to uh, a little conversation that was held in um, in the yeshiva world, which is a an online uh, yeshivish uh, news outlet, uh, which also has a forum where uh, there was discussion about this very question. And one of the uh, people involved in the discussion uh, says as follows, I think it's a, it's a nice piece, and, and uh, it's interesting that while there was some harsh criticism of what he was saying, there's, there are people agreeing with him as well. So it, it, even the yeshiva world, there seems to be some debate about this, about the uh, appropriateness of the of praying um so so first of all he points out that uh, there should be a distinction made that uh if we're talking about as as we were in terms of the uh, philadelphia eagles if you're talking about players or owners or anyone involved from a financial or career angle then certainly it's uh, it's certainly appropriate to pray in the same way as any of us pray for success in our careers, uh, again, for financial reasons, as well as for fulfillment reasons, for uh, doing one's part in tikkun olam, in creating a better world, um, which uh, sports may have some minor role, um, some, some might argue a larger role, in fact, David French in that article uh, spells out very nicely what the role of sports might be. But even if we want to minimize that, nonetheless, a, a person, someone with a personal interest um, can certainly pray. But I don't think that's really the question that most people have in mind. Most are, are speaking about the question from uh, the fan's perspective. As, as a fan... Should, should a fan pray, uh, in this case a religious Jew, that, that's who, who I'm speaking to primarily. Um, one of the, 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 the writer here um, says as follows, God is there for us to pray for, for, what is it, for whatever is important to us. He says if the outcome of a baseball game is important enough for someone that they will pray for it, then he is there for that person to pray to. Um, and he continues. Um, and then he says, if it's important enough for the person to pray about, then I believe he is listening, that God is listening. Well, certainly he's listening. God hears everything that we say. Um, the question is whether there is any effectiveness to such a prayer. Um, in the sense that, is there some sort of basis for the prayer? Meaning that anything that we pray for ultimately has to have a justification. In other words, uh, granted, um, we yell out uh, to God to help us in all sorts of different situations, but a proper prayer needs some sort of justification. Why should God heal heal this person uh, in particular um, why should God answer a person's prayer for parnasa for uh, for financial livelihood all these things have to be supported 
not necessarily explicitly, but a person should know why he wants God to do it. Say simply because I want you to is not much of a prayer. And to the extent that there's no basis for saying, I want this team to win because I like this team, um, in the sense, uh, in the same way that I that I might pray for for Parnassa for livelihood, because I like myself, uh, I'm not sure that that is a complete prayer. Meaning that there's really no justification. You're not giving God a reason. A prayer is a bakasha, is a request. Now, if you were to request anything from anyone human you would try to present a justification. Now, if the team or the athlete that you are praying for, there is no justification for, then it's simply not uh, something that stands up to any, uh, any test of legitimacy, and that's a problem. In other words, prayer has to be serious. Part of seriousness is that it's an argument. You're arguing with God and you're asking God for something that makes sense. So now I want to get back to the Ramban on this week's parasha because I think it's related. Um, there is an aspect, certainly, that, um, that requires prayer. Uh, prayer, I just mentioned before, is generally thought of as bakasha, as... Um, as a request, and normally that's, you know, the central part of prayer is requesting things from God, and certainly that's what we were talking about during most of this episode. But there's something else, and this perhaps is more relevant to to to, uh, to the athletes and the participants than, than fans, and that is hoda'a, and that is thanks, meaning that certainly someone who has uh, had any type of success needs to remember where it comes from. That's essentially what the Ramban says about any type of strength. The strength that the Torah is speaking about is really strength on the battlefield, but in the same way that uh, the, the Jewish warrior has to remember where his strength comes from, I would imagine that this is appropriate for uh, for anybody with any success, including athletes. Um, in uh, David French's article, he he says as follows about the uh, about the uh, Eagles after they won the Super Bowl and had their press prayer session. Uh, so what they were doing over there was very much hoda'a, was thanking God for their success. And uh, French says as follows that uh, uh, when Nick Foles and Doug Peterson gave glory to God after the Super Bowl, they, they were doing exactly what God's people should do. Praise him as the source of their immense blessing. Now, if that's not a paraphrase of what we just saw in Sefer Dvarim, um, I don't know what is. Right? So, and, and essentially is, I mean, against the, the Ramban's approach, Getting back to the Olympics and the Israeli Olympic team, there is some justification that can be thought of in that case. I, I think it would be hard to come up with one in terms of most teams and, 
uh, most cases. I mean, certainly if you have a, a group of athletes that are truly religious, and, and not just that they pray, but that there are, are people involved in Kiddush Hashem, in sanctifying God's name. So when someone who's involved in proper deeds and, and Torah deeds and is also successful, that is considered a Kiddush Hashem. It will encourage people to imitate his ways, not just on in on the football field or soccer or yachting or taekwondo, whatever it is, but it will encourage people to imitate his ways also outside and to do what he does um, in the synagogue and the community um, and further. So there is there is one justification in terms of uh, Israelis. Uh, doing well, um, and and that is that uh, here too, when Israel, which is viewed as a Jewish country, does well, this too, on some level, can be a kiddush Hashem. That being said, I wouldn't put it at the top of your prayer agenda. There certainly are things that are uh, more compelling and more important to pray. But is it possible? Well, I think it's possible, and very much depends on the situation. Certainly, if you are involved. But even if you're not involved, I think it's possible. But as I said before, certainly it's a good idea to examine what you're doing. Um, as I said, I think that many of these prayers don't get started because there's no justification for them. But if you can think of a real justification, then there's certainly room for it. That's it for today. I wish you a good Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode.